Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you, and if you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about filling your own cup. I know that I talk about this a lot on this podcast, but it is truly important, and as you all know, Heather Doran and I started our five-day free training, the Manifest Your Best Life training. And during our live on Monday, we were talking about energy and how to how to clear your energy and how to like restore your energy. And as we were talking about that, one of the things that came up was filling your own cup. Because when you're constantly giving to others, you're depleting your own energy and you're depleting from your own cup and you can't give to others if your cup is empty and we had a lot of people who were listening we had some great conversations going on who kept saying that's me that's me I always give to everyone else and my cup's always empty and I thought it was interesting that so many people still do this we still put everyone else's needs ahead of our own And it made me think of my mom. My mom takes care of my grandma. You know, my grandma's in a nursing home, but my mom goes there every day. And she has, she's one of five siblings. You know, she had an older brother who's passed away, but she has an older brother who's still alive and she has three sisters, you know, she has two older sisters and a younger sister. And my uncle doesn't live around here. So he sees my grandma like once every few months. And, um, and he lives about three hours away. And then her next oldest sister comes once a week. She comes on Saturday nights. And then the next oldest sister comes more often. Uh, she comes a few nights a week with her daughter, but she also has a lot of health problems of her own. So it's really difficult for her. Um, but even she like comes several times a week and then the youngest daughter doesn't come at all. And, um, so my mom feels like she has to be there every day and there's rarely a time when she doesn't go. So out of a whole week, she usually goes every single day and there may be once in a while where she'll say, well, I'm not going to go today, but she tries to be there every day. So my grandma has someone to be there with her and my grandma expects her to be there every day too. You know, if she doesn't go on that one day, even though she went all month, my grandma would say to her, like, I thought you moved or, you know, make a comment to her and make her feel bad about it. Well, my mom uh, is taking a vacation this week. And it's a much-needed vacation for her because she's retired. She's a teacher, but she still subs and she still works part-time also for a funeral home, like just helping out in that. And she stays busy all the time, all the time. And I worry about her sometimes because I feel like she doesn't put herself first enough a lot of the time. You know, it's like she's constantly staying busy and taking care of everyone else and She's not taking enough care of herself. So this vacation was well-deserved and very much needed. 
And she asked my sister and I, you know, if we could go and sit with my grandma today. You know, she actually tried to make sure there would be someone there every day while she was gone, too. And it just made me think of the whole filling your cup because I thought of how she couldn't even go on vacation before making sure that, you know, my grandma had somebody going there every day. And we just get in this cycle in this mind frame that we've got to do it all and the truth is we don't have to do it all and I think it's sad that she has to go on vacation in order for other people to step up and say yes we'll we'll come and go and my sister and I and my brother we all I don't go every day to see my grandma because my schedule is crazy but I do go a few times a week So I go with my mom at times to see her. But I think it's sad that you have to beg people to go and see relatives. And so in filling a cup, it made me think about asking people to help out. Because we had this discussion on the live the other day. Um, I was talking about my children and how I used to get really frustrated and mad because Like I would go to the store and I would come back home and I would have a trunk full of groceries and I am the, I will try to take one trip into the house with all the groceries kind of person. So I would be trying to get all of these groceries out myself and getting them in the house and my kids didn't come out to offer to help or anything like that. And honestly, I didn't even really think about it until one day my son's friend, who's been his best friend since kindergarten, was at our house And without asking, without saying anything, he just walked over and started unloading my groceries for me. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is the nicest thing ever. Wow, you know, they've really raised this, raised him right, and he's so polite. And, you know, I'm thinking, my own children don't do that. But then um, he said something to me, he said, well, Christopher does that whenever he comes to my house, he helps my mom. And I'm thinking, what? You help his mom, but you don't help me. And then I thought about it. His mom probably asked him the first time to help her, and then he just did it instinctively after that, but she had to ask him the first time. And I never asked my children, can you come out here and help me? I just never did. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if I just tried to be superwoman or tried to think that you know I was going to be able to do this all myself. But I just never asked, and I never thought about asking for help. So one day, I do the Walmart pickup. Um, I love that I don't have to go into the store because I end up spending way, way more money than I would if I just order it online because I'm not buying things I don't need. So I do that, and one day I had a really crazy schedule, and I think I had a Reiki session, and I was going to be cutting it close on time. And I just said to my son, I said, hey, would you like be willing to go get these groceries from Walmart? Could you do that for me? And he said, yeah, sure. Just how does it work? What do I do? So I had to explain, you know, how to do it. And he went down there, came right back, unloaded the groceries. He even put everything away because my Reiki session had started. So he put all the groceries away and everything, which I was shocked. You know, I wasn't expecting him to do all of that. And I was so pleased that, wow, you know, here you had done this. Well, the very next time I went to get groceries, 
I pulled in the driveway. I no sooner pulled in the driveway and here he comes and he's pulling all the bags out and helping me. And the thing is, our kids want to help us and other people around us want to help us, but we don't ask them to. We just assume that they know and we assume that they should know. And this was a big discussion we had on the live. We said, you know, people assume that we know, they know that we want them to do certain things. It was like when I was married, my ex-husband, this drove me crazy. So we had a trash can in the kitchen and it would be literally overflowing. He would come in and throw another piece of trash on the pile and it would fall off onto the floor because the trash can was just so full. And he never changed it. You know, he would just throw the trash there. And I assumed that throwing a piece of trash onto a huge pile and it not going and, you know, falling out because it's so full that he would realize that it needed to be changed. But that was my assumption. So I would get mad and I would take the bag out and pick the trash that was on the floor, pick it up, and then go take the, the bag out to the dumpster because we lived in an apartment building and there was a dumpster outside and I would be huffing and puffing the whole way out there, right? Getting really mad and frustrated and having an emotional reaction. And he would look like a deer in headlights, like, what are you mad about? And I would just be absolutely flabbergasted that he didn't know why I was mad. I'm like, what do you mean? What am I mad about? The trash has been overflowing and I had to take it out. And you just like threw another piece onto it and it fell on the floor. It was so full and you didn't take it out. And he said, well, I could have taken it out, but you didn't ask me. And I was blown away by that argument, honestly, because here I assumed that if the trash can is overflowing, you would just know to take out the trash. But honestly, he did not make that assumption. He really did not put two and two together. And he said, well, I'll take the trash out anytime you want me to take the trash out, but you need to tell me to take it out. And that just made me really upset when we were married. And now I understand it. I really honestly do. It's like I would do all of the things because I assumed that he was too lazy to do it, you know, or just wasn't going to help me out. And the truth was, it's not that he was lazy and wasn't going to help me out. It was that he needed to be told to do it. And I wasn't used to that. And so that was a big breakdown in communication with us. But it, it points out something to me. And that is, we don't know that people aren't willing to help us unless we ask them. You know, we can assume that they just don't want to or that they're lazy or they don't see that we need help. We can assume away all we want, but you know what assuming does? It makes an ass of you and me, and that is so true. And if we don't go and open our mouths and ask and say, hey, I'm struggling here, can you help me? Nobody's going to just magically come to our aid. You've got to open your mouth and ask and, and tell people, look, I need your help. You've got to be willing to delegate. You've got to be willing to give up things from time to time. And that's one of the things that I think 
that my mom needs to be better about is telling other people, look, you need to take your turn. You need to go see her. One person shouldn't have to go every single day. That's too much for people. If you're working two jobs or whatever, that's a lot. And it's not really fair to my grandma to be by herself either. So it's like we all need to help out and people need to do their equal share. Because by her going all the time, she's burning herself out and her cup is becoming empty. She's not going to have anything left to give because she's trying to do it all herself. I picture like Atlas, you know, I think that's the name where the man holding the globe. It's like you're trying to hold the world on your shoulders and trying to be everything to everyone and you can't do it. You're going to burn out. You're going to be super frustrated. You're going to be resentful and you're going to be the one unhappy and unfulfilled. And you have to take time to do things for yourself. And you know, as we had that discussion on Monday, I really thought about it. I still struggle with this of, you know, filling my own cup first. And we're on summer break from school and I really have been busy since summer started. I really, really have. Because right when it started, the job came open, you know, and they had the interview and all of that. I had to go do that. And then I was working on my business and working on this free training and working on class and still doing the lives. So I had all of this stuff going on. And this week when we were talking about filling up others' cups and preserving your energy... I really had an aha moment that I don't do that enough for myself sometimes. And so I was supposed to do a live this week and when it was going to be, I had already said it was going to be the last live that I did for a while because um, next week my dad is coming and then the week after that I'm going to Europe for a few weeks and I'm just really not going to have a lot of time and I don't I don't want to rush things and I don't want to do something that isn't going to be valuable because, oh, I don't have much energy left because I'm trying to do too many things. So I knew I was going to, you know, let this be the last one for a while. But then last night, I kind of, I was going to bed and I don't know, there's weird energy going on for me anyway. And I had a hard time falling asleep the last couple of nights. Just, I know I have a lot on my mind too. I have a lot to think about of things that are coming up, like getting ready for the trip and the new job and all of that. But I don't know, there's still just some kind of weird energy too, where it's hard for me to fall asleep at night lately. So as I was having a difficult time falling asleep, I realized that I had not drawn the cards and posted them for today for the live. And I had this kind of panic moment of, oh my gosh, I didn't do that. I need to get up and go do that. (coughs) Excuse me. And I heard a voice say to me, but do you have to? And I was just thinking when I heard it, like, well, yeah, I'm going to do the live. So, well, if I don't do it, then... um, Well, I guess I could post it later, but then there may not be as many people in the live because they won't see that post. These are the thoughts that go through my head, right? And then I heard another thought of, well, but do you have to do the live? 
And my thought was, well, I already said I was going to do it. And I said it was going to be the last one. And I heard, okay, but you can change your mind. And the immediate thought was, you just did a podcast about this where you just told people that it's perfectly fine to change your mind. And you just did a coaching session with someone where you told this person that it was perfectly fine to change their mind when they were talking about wanting to change career. And you spent all afternoon talking about this. And now this comes up and you're telling me now it's not okay for you to do that. So you're going to not practice what you preach. And... I had this moment of, okay, yeah, I had a come to Jesus moment with myself and I realized, yeah, yeah, I, I can change my mind. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to do the live. I don't have to get up and lose more sleep to go pull the cards. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to go to sleep and I will deal with it. I still wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. But I thought, I'll deal with it in the morning. You know, if, if I do the live, I can pull the cards in the morning. And then I got up and I asked the universe again. I said, okay, what should I do? And I heard, you need to preserve your energy. Because it takes a lot of energy, believe it or not, to do a podcast or to do a live or any of those things. Because in those things, I'm usually channeling what spirit wants me to tell you and So it takes a lot of my energy to be a channel and to do those things. And it takes a lot of energy just to be high energy because you don't want to be on a a Facebook live and be completely, you know, monotone and be dead. And I feel the same way about teaching. It's high energy. It takes a lot of energy to be in there and be in front of students and teaching. You've got to keep your energy up because no student wants to be sitting in front of a teacher who sounds like the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know? You don't want to be learning from a teacher who's like monotone, never changes their voice, and they're always like this. Just like you wouldn't want to be watching a Facebook Live with someone who talked like that. But I realized that my energy level was really just so low. And I know it was a combination of just not getting the sleep that I really needed. And again, I think there's a lot of my mind, but also there's weird energy going on. There's, I think Mercury is going to go in retrograde again, but nobody panic. It's going to be fine. But it, it does kind of cause these weird energies, like not being able to sleep and things like that. So I had that going on. And I just thought, you know what, I can't give 100% the way I would want to if I did this live today. And I knew I had a full day. I had to go and visit with my grandma, and then I had to run errands for the new job that I have. And I had a lot of stuff going on. My sister wanted to do lunch, and I'm like, you know what, I I I can't give and give and give and give. I can't do it. So... I have to follow my own advice of I can't fill others' cups if mine are empty. So I decided, you know, not only did I decide, but spirit was like, you don't have to do this. Like, don't, you know, don't do the live. So I just decided to preserve my energy, but I still wanted to pull some cards for people. So I did that on my Facebook page. And then I said, you know what? I have not scheduled a massage and I booked one of those memberships where you get one a month and I just happened to think I didn't book a massage for this month and I can really use one. I need one and I need to take care of myself. So I just canceled the live 
I booked myself a massage and I didn't feel bad about it. And this evening when I would have been doing the live, I went outside and I went for a walk to ground myself in nature. And I felt so much better and got a little more clarity about what's important and what I need to be doing. And, you know, I'm going to be doing a podcast probably for tomorrow about being in the present moment because I spent time with my grandma today and I wasn't thinking about the 500 things I had to do. I actually just talked to her, you know, and I'll admit sometimes when I go and see her, I'm not always fully 100% present because, and I'll explain more in the podcast, but she so used to sitting and not talking to people all day when you go and you try to visit with her you have to lead most of the conversation she'll just sit and not talk and if I've got other things if I'm trying to plan out my day and do other things it can be very easy to just sit with her and not really say anything but today was different because I thought no I need to be here I need to be present and um, it was great it was great being able to visit with her But it was also great just being able to relax and not feel like my day was rushed and not feel like I had a million things I had to do and to just take the time. And honestly, I still had things I had to do. I got done what needed to be done for today, but I still had a list of things I could have done. But I chose instead to take time out for myself and to really truly enjoy my day And honestly, I'm not sure when the last time I really did that was. I mean, when I really truly think about it, I always say, you know, I'm going to take time. And I do. I take time here and there. But to take an entire day where I'm truly focused on enjoying it, spending it how I want to spend it with the people I want to spend it with, I don't know. You know, I don't do it enough. That's what I know. I don't do that enough for myself. And tomorrow I have my massage scheduled and I'm excited about it and I'm going to try. I know I I do have work and things I do have to get done, but I am going to try to spend the day again doing what I want to do and really being present because we have our next live in our five-day Manifest Your Best Life free training. And I'm looking forward to that because we're going to be talking about money stories. So it's going to be interesting. And it's, it's really, this is the interesting thing to me. Whenever I teach anything, whether it's German or if I'm teaching this class about manifesting, I always end up learning as much as the students. And I find that so interesting, but... It's true. That whole conversation we had about preserving your energy, that is what caused me to really stop and say, you know what, I don't do that enough for myself. And I thought about how I don't I don't ask others for help enough, you know? And I thought about my mom and how the only time she got a break was because she went on vacation, and that should not be the case. That should not be the only time that she doesn't have to worry about things. Other people should be stepping up to help her. And it might come down to some of us asking others for help. But 
you've got to start doing that too. You've got to start being an advocate for yourself and stepping up and asking others to step in and help you out. And it's also so important for you to say no to people. And that's the healthy boundaries things that we talk about. And we're talking about that in our group as well. You've got to tell people no. Because when you say yes to everyone because you want to make people happy and you want to be a people pleaser and you want to be flexible, you're telling yourself no and you're going to end up being resentful. And those feelings of bitterness and anger and resentment, that all leads to physical manifestations. So if you're constantly feeling angry, You know, if you're constantly muttering under your breath that no one ever helps you, that you're the only one who does X, Y, or Z, you need to start asking others to help and expecting others to step up and help you. Uh, It's like I said in the group, you know, I was talking to my sister one time and she said, you know, well, my husband doesn't, he doesn't do this and he doesn't do this and he doesn't do this. And I said to her, that's your fault. Have you asked him to? Well, I shouldn't, you know, did the same thing I did whenever I was married. Well, I shouldn't have to. Well, maybe you don't, maybe you shouldn't. But in this case, you do have to because he doesn't know it. He can't read your mind. And you're sitting here griping and feeling angry and upset and resentful. And he has no clue. And you haven't asked him for help. So you've got to step up and you've got to advocate for yourself. You've got to set healthy boundaries. You've got to say what upsets you you know it upsets me that you don't help with the laundry or that you don't empty the dishwasher you know people don't know what makes you mad if you don't let them know and setting healthy boundaries is great because it shows other people how we want to be treated so if it bothers you that someone doesn't help you pick up you need to tell them it's your responsibility to tell them because they cannot read your mind. Even if you think that blowing up and getting mad and screaming is, you know, that that should be the way they read your mind, it's it's not. They still might not know what it is you're mad about. You have to ask people, step up and say, I need your help. And you need to take the time to go and really, truly do things that are good for you. Whether it's going for a walk whether it's getting a massage, going and taking a hot bath with a glass of wine, or going and reading a good book, or whether it's just telling someone no. No is not a dirty word. It's not a bad word. No is no. No means I respect myself enough to honor myself by doing what I want to do, not what you're asking me to do. Some people, that's a really hard word. No is hard for them. So I challenge you to start practicing telling people no when you don't want to do things. Because you should never go into anything feeling like it's an obligation and I have to do this. Because that, you can already feel the resentment building up when you start saying that. So if someone's asking you to do things, and I know there are times when we do have to step in and we have to do things we don't want to do. I mean, that's just life. But there are times when we have a choice. When someone asks us to do something, we can say no. Because some people will ask you and ask you and ask you because they know you're not going to say no. And then you get totally burnt out. 
So I'm asking you to say yes to your inner child and no to anything that doesn't feel good to that inner child. Where you can honor yourself, do it. Be good to yourself, be kind to yourself because again, you have to fill your own cup first. And you deserve it, you're worth it, you deserve to be loved. So please take care of yourself. Don't allow yourself to be burnt out and have it manifest into some kind of physical thing for you. Don't allow that. And I want you to know that I deeply love and appreciate all of you. And it is not too late to get into this five-day free training. If you didn't sign up yet, it's not too late. You can still get in. And the more you participate, the more people you recommend the greater chance you have to win a free coaching session one-on-one with Heather and I. So priceless. I mean, it's such a good deal, really. You get so much. And um, the top five after that will win a free group coaching session with Heather and I. So it's totally worth it. Plus, you're going to get so much out of it. And as always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. That helps others find me. It's my mission to help as many people heal as possible. Please leave a review for me if you wouldn't mind on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, wherever you're listening. You can either write a review or just leave some stars. That really helps me too. If other people see the review that, oh, this is a good podcast, then that's great. And honestly, I'm still amazed at how people find me because I still have people who will email me and say, I was listening to something else and your podcast just came up. So I don't know how, but I'm grateful and I'm grateful that you all found me. Um, The link to the five-day training is going to be in the description of the podcast, as well as my information, how you can contact me, how you can book a session with me. Uh, My website is there. And sorry, guys, it's Nala in the background. She always has to say hi. Um, You can go to my website and just look up the services I offer. You can contact me if you want. If you have questions, feel free to contact me. I am sending you guys massive love and light, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.